Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of our dad podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Rick. Hey, Rick. Hey. I'm here with Simon as well. Hey, Kyle. New visitor to the show, Adam. Thanks for joining us. Why, hello. Hey, yeah, sure. Hey, how you doing virtually in the studio with us today? We're excited to bring another exciting and fun and fascinating topic to the table. This time, I'm posing a question to the group because I think I need some advice. So this is Kyle speaking, and I've got a dilemma that my wife and I are wrestling with, and I'm leaning on your fatherly wisdom to help us wrestle through this. Now, I will enter the topic just a little bit, and you guys will respond in kind with your wisdom. Okay, now here's the situation. I'm wondering if my wife and I should spend the money and invest in a motorhome for our family. Now, family context is we are married with five kids, and they're all little. They're all small. Two four-year-olds, a three-year-old, and two one-year-olds. And it's a whole lot of fun. Now, my wife and I love to travel. And before last year, we had been really developing a habit of traveling for work and, and pleasure quite often. We believe that it's quite important, not purely for recreation. We, we are huge proponents of travel as something that enriches our lives and, and helps make us more rounded, better people in general. It leads to healthy, transformative effects, and we want to raise our kids with as much perspective as possible. We want our kids to be traveled. Um, as much as we love the place, the reality is that, you know, they just can't get a super well-rounded view of the world from Jackson alone. And we do love this place. That's where we're going to raise them. But we want to continue traveling and make that a constant part of our lives forever. We want to take them to foreign places, teach them about what life is like beyond the borders of our little town. Um, but lately... It's gotten way harder than it used to be, mostly because of the five little ones, also a little bit because of general travel restrictions in these days, in these days, in 2021. Now, an idea we've had is to invest in a motorhome, which we could then use to meander across this country and see many wonderful places. Um, my wife and I have debated this many times. We reach an impasse each time. Um, when I was in my early teens, my parents bought an old motorhome, and we used that a lot. It was super great. But... I don't know if it's a good move for us right now. On one hand, it's the perfect time because we can't leave the country. Uh, we can't, uh, there are travel restrictions and the status of two of our children who are foster children. We can't leave the country with them. So traveling on the road domestically is perfect. Flying is also hard because it's rather costly. And all five kids are still in car seats. So wherever we land, we'd need a van at least. And that's pretty tricky. These problems go away if we have a motorhome. On the other hand, I'm wondering if it's not the best time because the kids are all still super little. For starters, is travel really that urgent? Or am, am I just getting a little bit of cabin fever here having not been able to travel all this time? That could be possible. Are there really compelling reasons for us to relax about the travel desires and accept that we'll have plenty of adventures together when they get older? Um, also motorhomes are expensive. Uh, and if we want to make a purchase like that, uh, we have to keep in mind the other large investments we want to make, like moving into a new home with more property. Uh, I want to buy a truck. Uh, we have home renovation projects, possibly private school on the horizon. If we choose to do that, other things that really are significant. 
and then also fitting in special trips outside the country, which we like to budget for each year. So a motorhome purchase is a really big deal. Uh, all of that, it, it just it, it factors into our decisions. Is it worth it? Now, we keep in mind that I'm also not very mechanical, and I do have a little anxiety about finding myself responsible for a house on wheels while I'm hundreds or thousands of miles away from home. Um, I have uh, memories of that occurring uh, when I was young. We had an old motorhome, and it broke down a couple times when we were far from home, and it was stressful. So, guys, what should I do? Hmm. Hmm. Any thoughts? Lots of thoughts. Lots of thoughts. Yeah. Well, share some, Rick. Um, well, uh, from my perspective, and, and I think your kids' ages are, are actually the biggest component of this entire thing, to be honest. Do you? Um, and, I mean, I've personally never owned a motorhome. I used to own a, uh, a dealership, so we actually actually sold a few. Mm. And then every member of my family has owned one. Okay. So definitely been around them, have a lot of experience with them. But sure. Um, with your kids being as, as young as they are, um, I think there's that tendency with kids and, and older dads can, can chime in here. Um, <laughs> that, uh, Adam, hey, Adam. Wait a yeah, there we go. Uh, can, can try, you know, there's that like, oh, I want to do it for the kids and I want to, you know, take the kids to Disney and I want to take the kids to here and there. Um, my experience has been until a kid hits about 12 or 13, dang, they're not going to remember anything that old. Yes. Oh, uh, I don't agree with that. Well, maybe not that old for some <laughs> kids. I can just okay. tell you, uh, you I know, think some things they're, I, I think they're going to remember know, little vignette memory. Sure. Right. Um, but you know, I, I've talked to my adult kids about trips that we've been on and it's very, very scant memories. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm pre basically teens. Right. Um, and again, it's not that they don't remember like, Oh yeah, I remember we went to such and such place and did such and such thing. Or they'll say, yeah, I remember the hotel. Like, Oh, that's the thing to remember on that trip. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, and so I think number one, not saying like, okay, your kids aren't going to remember anything. Maybe at, at your kids age, they might not, but uh, I think there's a lot of thought and resources that are dumped into children at a at a too young state, no, that right. they're you know they're not going to remember those little nuanced things. Okay. Of, oh, we did the upgrade package for Disney, and mm. we could ride more rides. And it's like they may remember being in a car seat at one point, but they're not going to remember that. Yeah, I- I'm going to agree and disagree. Awesome. This is it. This is Adam. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the concept of, yes, under a certain age, I'm not going to remember. Past a certain age, they, I think they do. I don't think it's 12 or 13. I think actually it's more along the lines of 5, 6. Wow. Wow. It, yeah. I, I have vivid rem- memories of taking long, boring, droll <laughs> road trips with my parents in the station wagon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rear, rear, know, rear facing, please. Uh, yes, rear facing. And yes. then eventually, eventually using a cassette Walkman. Yep. Yeah. You know, and falling asleep, waiting, waiting for the same, waiting for a certain one song out of the whole cassette to play, falling asleep before it came on and being bummed I had to go rewind to find it again. <laughs> so, yeah, I think five or six is when people, the kids start to remember up until, I mean, then beyond, it's obviously fine. And then the problem is, of course, once the kids are past a certain age, let's say 16, 17, they have their own lives. Oh, they yeah. may not want to go with you. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, oh, that's oh, not going to happen to me. You're going to stop. Yeah. You know. What you find fun and cool is just not going to be cool at all. 
Like, right. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, no, I'm going to be different. I, I can right. tell you, I, so you're, the, never, you're the exception, Kyle. Yeah, we, we never owned an RV either. My neighbors had a couple. They had no, they had no children. Uh, they just got bigger and bigger RVs, and I got to go hang out with it from time to time. It was kind of neat. But my friend's dad had one. I always thought it was the coolest thing, the old Itasca that you could sleep above the steering wheel, like mm. the, the driver cabin area, that you could have that area and watch the trap, you know, cars, whatever, yeah. you know, yeah, see yeah. the view ahead of time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like being in a cockpit on a plane, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think memories can be made, you know, yes, from a certain age beyond, um, as far as actual remembering and pulling from that to a certain point, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, my other concerns for you, like you said, as far as a cost perspective, mm-hmm. um, I think it's, it always reminds me of like, uh, owning a boat. The, the, the rule of thumb is it's better to have a friend with a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because then you have no, no no expense. You go enjoy it. You buy a, a tank of gas and you leave it alone. You don't have to pay for any of the, the rest of the stuff: the insurance, the storage, the cleaning, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm con- kind of concerned about that. And and the other thing that I, w- I wanted to I wanted to comment on and maybe clarify is that I'm glad you brought up the the memories idea because. I, this comes up a lot anytime we want to do anything with the kids, you know, like to, to what, to what degree are we going to like really, uh, emphasize this experience or really go in on it? Um, when it's, I mean, like their birthday parties or something like that, um, or gifts we give them or trips we take them on, uh, when, you know, they're still not quite to the age of remembering any of this and it's, uh, something that it, it is important to me is that it's a little more than just the memories, like happy memories. Mm. It's a little, it's a lot more about shaping their view of the world and and, and life in it. And mm. and that's yeah, that's not so much something that you recall specifically, but it's um, you know, the whole the whole collection of of life experiences that that shapes yeah. how you view. Everything. No, and, and I want I, my kids to like be important. exposed to things. We don't live in a very diverse community, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, even if we lived in the most diverse community, it would still be just a single community, just a microcosm of the uh, of what it's like in in this particular country that we happen to live in. And and uh, you know, but as it is, our community is not diverse by any by any measure, and they don't see a lot of different ways of life or people in them or um it, it, it's a small town it's a small town that's it i don't need to i don't need to go on about that mm. but i want them to uh to see that uh you know there's a whole lot there's a whole lot out there and that that to just like be embedded in their psyche from an early age uh which, which, Simon, Simon's know. very quiet on this topic. I'm curious. Simon, what's your take? <laughs> no, I, uh, I want to go back to memories uh, because I think that one aspect of this is we're talking about the, you know, the quality, quality, like I remember this. But I think there's also the, something to be said about the consistency of an activity. Mm-hmm. So, so like we, we would go camping uh, multiple times every summer, and that was very consistently our vacation. So. Mm-hmm. Um, where my memories might not be, I went on this specific bike ride. There's a few a few bike rides that stick that stick out, but yeah. my overall impression is, I I biked with my family. I biked with my brothers, and and we we camped together. My mom would make dinners, and we'd all eat together outside on the picnic table. And like these, like it's almost like 
like you remember all kinds of things from your upbringing in your home because it's this very consistent cycle of things. And when you're doing an activity like camping or, or even going somewhere in an RV, so you're staying in the same place every time, I think that establishes some very concrete, um, even maybe not to the point, so much to the point of like some of your goals of like broadening horizons, but more to the point of like it being a very uh, like tying thing for a family potentially mm-hmm. and like very uh, unique and strong memories from that. So I think when I think back about like my time, like on either on road trips or, or camping, it's, it's really the consistency of those things that, that really stick out in my memory and I think shape me in those ways. And so leading into the kind of the cultural or uh, experiencing things aspect, that would be something I think you'd have to think about how, how you could be intentional about that with an RV. Mm-hmm. Cause like you're, I mean, I'm sure there's, there's different crowds that go camping in different parts of the company or the country. Um, if you're, if your primary like location for parking the RV, for instance, is a campground, you know, then you're going to, you're going to get, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty similar people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also will be in different communities where you can go out and have access to the, uh, some of those other experiences for your kids. So that's one thing that I look back on my, on camping too, is we mostly just stayed in the campground, which built a lot of consistency and strong memories and mm-hmm. good family time. Cause that was a really big priority for my parents was just the growing together as a family. Right. Um, so that's true. So yeah. So that intentionality about how if we're going to go to campgrounds that are kind of, you know, relatively the same all over the nation and the RV is the same, um, how, how are we going to go out and experience these things we want to, we want our kids to experience? That's that, yeah. th- Those are good thoughts. Yeah. There, there is the possibility that I'm like over, uh, val- overweighting the significance of like varied experiences. And you bring up the idea of like consistent positive experiences being mm-hmm. really good. And, uh, you know, when kids are young, they need repetition and consistency. And uh, and, and I think, yeah. to, to my point, to defend myself uh, yeah. for my memory uh, age bracket, that apparently was very controversial. <laughs> um, but is, <laughs> I, I think, all too often, um, parents specifically try to do this one big thing, mm-hmm. whether it's every year, every other, you know, however often you can afford it. And it's like, okay, we're going to do Florida. We're going to mm-hmm. do Disney. We're going to do Hawaii. We're going to do these, this big thing. Mm-hmm. And, and my recollection, I was th- the earliest vacation. I remember I was nine and we went to Hawaii and I remember the arcade. Yeah. Like I, you know, they're like, <laughs> right. we, we climbed a mountain and took pictures and you don't No, I remember the arcade. Totally and so, true. And totally so I think true. too often at, at younger ages, again, pre-teens or before, right. is, you know, parents try to do this, like, big deal thing, and it's just, it's lost on children. They just don't, they can't appreciate it. It's absolutely, so, yeah, that's so totally, consistency, I, right. I, am, I am very much about I mean, we're talking about kids here. Like, right. you take them to a restaurant, and they just, they want mac and cheese. Right, And right. they're happy with it. Like, they, <laughs> all, appre- any appreciation of the finer meals are completely <laughs> lost on sure. them. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think another aspect of that is just when you put so much pressure on this big vacation to be like, you know, those, cause those, those bigger ones you're spending more money on. Oh yeah. You're, you're like, we got to make this yeah, worth it. It's often know? further out of your comfort zone than normal, like, uh, versus something like low expense and regular for us, like camping was like, right. it was a very relaxing vacation versus like, 
you feel like you got to do all this stuff and make it worth it because this is your big thing that you've been yeah. waiting for. And yeah, this is your five or seven yeah. days of the year that that it all boils down to this. And, it, and I think right. I think kids right. can kids sense that too, obviously, and feel that pressure, and that that's a whole different experience too. So I think that's another another thing to that to go, goes along with like if you were to invest in an RV or something like that that's consistent. I think you know there even is a lot more convenience in that in some ways to if you were to like rent a house every time, cause then you got to bring all your stuff and you really can, I think that something that opens up to you is just opening a, uh, up to have like, uh, easier patterns and like mm-hmm. just an, an easier path to spend that true. time together. Yeah. Anything yeah. that lessens the burden that you have and makes it a little bit mm-hmm. smoother each time. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, you're, you know, for any long t- trips you take, especially with children, you know, your first day, if you're staying somewhere is like, okay, we're going to go like Settling. mini grocery shopping right. and, yeah. you know, make sure we have the, the waters when we go out and like, you know, that's like your first day. True. It's just like prep for vacation. So true. And See, so I, that's, that's an advantage of, of having something like that. See, I, I would, I would use the example or the, the, I mean, my observation lately is I have a cousin back in California. She's in her th- late 30s, I'm guessing, and her husband, they have three children, all young, all the, under the age of 10. I'm going to go with, the, you know, that range, that, I think so. But, and they themselves like to be outdoors. They like to go camping. They, ha- they went hiking and camping prior to having children, and they've not changed any of that. So now their children have an appreciation for being outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think recently they just went to Portugal or something. I think they just went overseas somewhere, which is crazy, but they did it. And it's nice to see those photos. And I think there's something to be said about that, not yeah. making it about what's good for them. Do it if you if you and you know um, Ashley want to continue to do it, then they have to come along. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. like it or not, they're yours. Right. Right. And, and you know, okay. and state agencies and you know of your kids or not your kids, they want you to take care of them. <laughs> they can't just leave them behind. <laughs> You know, legally. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, so so my thought is, my, my statement there, and my sentiment is, if you two want to continue to travel the country and see outsides, and mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I know you're looking for diversity, I know you're looking for experiences, um, but it's just a matter of, is that going to happen with a camper? Mm-hmm. Hard to say. Yeah. I mean, you can put your, you can put your, you can, you can go park places that you have that. Right. You can go to, you know, South Central Los Angeles. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I used to drive by it up to my, you know, on my way to downtown LA from time to time, you know, et cetera. But not to make light of the situation, I think exposure, just being outside, that is a benefit we just know from a health perspective. Just mm-hmm. from being outside, just outdoors itself is good for kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and less screens. And I think, I the, you, Kyle. I think mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the time you introduce them to that, I mean that that's I feel like that's a, a point to to start earlier because if if your kids get to the point where they're they'd start to develop patterns with being more comfortable inside or not that you don't have not that they're not playing outside and stuff now but like mm-hmm. if if you're um, helping them enjoy that now um, then I think you'll have a better time when they're when they're older continuing that because that's something you're gonna face with being in such a small space, such a big family is you're going to need to really use the outdoor space. Mm-hmm. And so right. I know, I know some, uh, some, some people I know, or some, uh, families are, are, uh, just not outdoor people and they, their kids want to be inside and, and then it gets really cramped and it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to go, go live in a camper that way because there's not much space to live. You're meant, you're really banking on being outside a lot. 
So, I mean, mm-hmm. the other question is, do you have the fun? I mean, as far as space goes, could you make it work to where you had like uh, the camper and another like another unit behind it? So one of the kids, one for you and Ashley. Is that is that a? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> now you're talking. Okay, this is good. This is pretty smart. I'm just thinking. You know, <laughs> just options here. Right. We like options. <laughs> I think I, I think I have actually seen an RV pulling another RV before. Wow! Someone, or maybe it was a it might have been a tow truck pulling a tow truck. No, or yeah, semi pulling that's a usually semi. a tow truck and tow truck. Or yeah. but RVs do pull trucks. And I, you know, in one of the comments that I saw was in the little show notes there was maybe a fifth wheel would be better because that way you have access to the van and you have you know the fifth wheels. So that way you don't need to move the whole camp, if you will, the, the family to go grocery shopping. You know, it depends on the size. So right. the fifth wheel or something you tow behind you, you know. And, this and, is true. Yeah, this is true. And that is a, a limitation of them is, right. you know, uh, now you have to, like, what, drive a car, tow a car? Do you have to buy a, another car because mm-hmm. your car won't tow well? Or, like, right. you know, there's all those questions, too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's things that, that you need to kind of think through. And, um, I mean, renting is always an option. Um, it's not a cheap one, but it's an option. So maybe but, try it out. Um, but Kyle is, like, beyond wealthy, so this shouldn't be an right. issue. Right. Well, well he's going to buy, apparently, a new one. There are limitations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was curious about that, too. Like, what, uh, what, what is your perspective on you want one that isn't – you'd want one that isn't uh, doesn't have problems, obviously, because you, you don't want to have to deal with that when you're in the middle of nowhere or exactly. somewhere you're not familiar with. So is that I – don't, I don't know – I don't know much about. Uh, I, I did look at because my 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 plan after college was uh, was to live in a mini RV and to just park it in someone's property. And I didn't really know where, where I'd go to the bathroom, or I hadn't figured any of that out. But yeah. <laughs> but uh, but that was my mind. That was in my mind. Like, why would I rent when I can just buy this and drive it around, and then I don't need a car? <laughs> so what did Emily say about that? Uh, well, that was, so she was still in college, so I think. I don't even know if I really told her. I was just like, this just makes sense in my mind. I was look- then I started looking up like campground fees for like seasonal oh, yeah. rental, and and it was just as much as I was paying in rent yeah. to go to go put it on a campground. So, mm-hmm. but so my only perspective on prices was that was my price range was three grand, and that's a pretty junky uh, mini RV, right. <laughs> mini motorhome. That's a junky so, car. <laughs> yeah. Well, the guy ended up contacting me and saying, uh, "Yeah, the, the roof is leaking. You don't want this." I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you right now. Lately, I've considered doing the whole van life thing, or you know, the, the, the um, you know, getting like a sprinter van and going around with my dog, just kind of traveling, because I'm almost an empty nester. My wife is only around fifty percent. We're we're married. She happens to be a flight attendant. It's not like she's oh. gone. <laughs> it's not you know, con, uh, conjugal visits or kind of thing. Um, so <laughs> dang it. <laughs> but it'd be kind of interesting. And I could go buy something nicer and newer, which is a lot of money these days, especially right now. Oh, There's gosh. a huge markup on like newer type of sprinter vans and the conversions cost money. Or I could take my 16-year-old minivan, gut it, and use that, you know, because people do minivan life now too, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah. And my wife has no interest in any of that. She's Camp Marriott all the way. <laughs> yeah. Marriott. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Uh, I, have, yeah. I have a friend who just converted a, a Chevy Astro, I believe. Oh, oh yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. Boxy ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah boxy one into uh so he he re- teared out teared out the whole thing and built a slide out bed and got a, ref- a little refrigerator in there and I think he's got air con- or uh, vent and s- stuff like that so he he made it pretty comfortable for for uh, it probably sleeps one comfortably I think he's he's fit three in there so <laughs> yeah <laughs> does he know the other two people <laughs> <laughs> he he did yes okay. yeah. that always helps 
That's fine. That's by fine. the end of the night. <laughs> but I, you know, I think, uh, and we do this on, on on a lot of things where we, you know, our, our mindset and all our thought goes into should I buy an RV or not, and then like the well, where the heck do we go, and 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 how do we how do we like get stuff mm-hmm. over there, and mm-hmm. like those things kind of come in after the fact, and so you know, I. I recommendation like you know rent again renting's not cheap or anything but you might want to try that out and you might be like mm. oh okay this one's pretty decent how much is this and then you may have sticker shock on well the one that we find acceptable and that meets all our needs is is our house <laughs> so yeah. as far as cost <laughs> right you know yeah, and right. Uh, it's like oh well maybe uh maybe not like you know and i don't know like you know you might be more rustic than that right i, I don't no, know that, that's true there's a lot to be said for that um, let me ask, part let of me what I'm curious about is how the ki- how like traveling with the kids in the motor. I have fond memories growing up with us kids uh, when we're on the long road in a motorhome as opposed to pulling an RV. This is one of the things oh, about yeah. pulling an RV. Their kid, their the truck, they're going to be pulled in car seats, but in a motorhome, right? You know, we, we were like sitting at the dinette, like playing board games. Oh, right. that's awesome! Like the whole right. is fantastic. You know, the time flew by. You know, we could we could read our books, we could take a nap in the bed. You know, we could whatever. Um, so that's kind of the thought. Like the kids are not good on road trips right now. It's super hard. You know, but uh, maybe on a in a motorhome, like we could make pretty good time. We could be on the road all day and nobody complains. In theory, true. <laughs> the, the question I have for you is, what's the time frame? What's the timeline on this thought to make to make a decision? Is it urgent? Is it not urgent? And is where does it line up to the fact that you mentioned even in the opening that you're interested in possibly buying a bigger house, a different house with more land and having space? I think the timeline is this is basically going to reoccur every year going into the <laughs> spring, and each okay. each year, you know, because we're we're all from Michigan, you know, it's it's we wouldn't even use it in the winter most more than right. likely, but um, as spring approaches every year, we're gonna say is this the year that we should get a camper or a motorhome or something and, and start doing road trips. And, uh, it's, it's a valid question this year, especially given the fact that we can't travel internationally and flights are really hard with kids this little, but maybe a motorhome could open the door to things we can't do otherwise, or at least can't easily. And that's part of why it's pertinent at this time, but it's going to reoccur every year. Uh, for the next 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe beyond. I don't know. Like my parents and her parents got really into camping when they became empty nesters and mm-hmm. got got a nice camper and like we're doing the campground thing all the time in the summer. And I don't know. It could happen. Yeah. So you said uh, being from Michigan, you'd uh, you'd be around all – they probably wouldn't use it in the winter. Uh, I would think the opposite. Like you'd want to – Go warmer in the winter. Are, you, is there, are your kids in the school system? Is that uh, so that you'd want to be here in Jackson? You make a, you make a good point, Simon. You're yeah, you're paying attention. <laughs> there's there's right. a I mean, decent yeah, chance not, we could put it gonna, to if use. If you're not going to do the private school thing, you could do. The, if you're doing the homeschool, like you were homeschooled, right? Would you do the same? Then you could leave for the winter oh, and then rent yeah, out your house. Or, you know, you could even yeah, you could even time it with. Uh, buying your your new house if you wanted to sell your current house and live out of the RV for like a <laughs> whole year or something and then buy the big house with the land like yes. you, you could you could time it like that yes too. I have a close friend who did exactly that mm. yeah and uh, and and it was a good experience for their family um, yeah these are great ideas yeah I'm appreciating the advice 
Thank Taking you. Taking notes? Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, I've, well, I'm recording this conversation. I don't know <laughs> if I told you before we got on this call. Uh, this conversation is being recorded for... Um, Other people. Quality for, and... <laughs> yeah, for my personal purposes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no right answer. It's just a matter of winning the lottery or robbing a bank. Yeah. Um, Make your choice. True. I don't know. True. Maybe, maybe I could work hard and get a promotion and a raise. And hey, I got maybe, a cousin nope. who. Uh, nope, that's not going to do it. Who won ten grand at a casino recently? Oh, she's like that? she's like sixteen. And Dang. Walked, walked out of there with I don't know a briefcase full of money, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, just Kyle, just do that. Yeah. Gosh. Wow. Like a couple okay. days. Well, yeah, yeah, you have to do it a few times. But. Yeah, do it a few times you know, over a few days. And <laughs> right. There you go. I'm mean, just a whopper. whopper. I'm a terrible gambler. <laughs> uh, we should play sometimes. <laughs> don't know how to pull that slot. <laughs> it's not a cult. Yeah. A, a thought that I've had that you guys reminded me of is how much, I kind of, and I hit on the memories thing a lot, is that I really, there are some things I don't want my kim, kids to, like, remember a time where... It wasn't a thing. Like, I don't want my kids to remember a time when we started donating to charity. Like, I want that to be a thing that you do your whole life. When, I don't want the kids to remember a time when we, like, started going on trips together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want that to be a part of their life. I don't want them to remember a time when they, you know, started for the first time experiencing, like, basic life things. The first time they went on their a, a plane was when they were a teenager or the first time they saw a mountain or went to a big, big city or all these life things. Mm. Uh, so, so you're saying it's the ref for the older folk on this podcast and listening. It's the when Harry met Sally reference point of taking a new girlfriend or boyfriend or spouse to the airport because then at the end of the relationship, you don't take me to the airport anymore. That kind of thing. <laughs> you just right? referenced an old movie. They're all lost now. So. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, right? I know. It's right. full of rom-com references. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rom-com kind of dad yes. and husband. You are. It's, it's very charming. Uh, Been married a long time. Yeah, long. that's that is true. Long time. That is true. Long, long time. Um, it's been a solid six months. I know. No, <laughs> <laughs> You're everything I want to be when I grow up. Um, okay, I feel like I've got some good advice here, and we've really hit on the topic. And uh, I'm gonna just like wrap this up a little bit, you guys. Thank you all, Adam. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Simon for addressing the topic of whether I should buy a motorhome or not. This is Kyle, and this is our dad pod. Thank you for tuning in.